Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. I have a big secret for you. You do not have to struggle for years to create a profitable and purposeful business that you actually enjoy showing up for every day. It takes three things to create relatively fast results, clarity, focus, and intentional actions. These are the three things I continue to provide support and accountability for, for my private coaching clients, and it's work that seriously lights me up. And it gives them accountability, guidance, strategy, and massive mindset shifts along the way. If you are ready to give up the struggle and have your best year yet in the year ahead, then apply today for my one-year private coaching program. From March 2019 through March 2020, I'm working deeply with just a handful of driven, passionate, and determined women entrepreneurs who are ready to step into their greatness and finally see the results they know that they deserve. My name is Carrie Cott, and I am the business owner of The Universe Made Me Do It. And I had the amazing privilege to do 10 coaching sessions with Katie, and I would ask the universe for so many more. Some of the main points that I want to share of the impact of working with Katie for myself and my business is, one, I was able to completely transition into something completely new than what I've been doing. I've been doing coaching and working with clients one-on-one, and I transitioned into retreat. And with a completely different focus of women and nature and unity, I was able to connect with that vision and implement it in a way that I've already had my first retreat experience and and creating two more and another one already created. And that's been super impactful. I've transitioned my coaching program. And one of the biggest things is continuously working on the clarity about what's my vision and staying focused with that. And the other thing is, is that I think it's been like maybe a couple of months since I had my last session with Katie and the work that we did is still having an impact. Like there's still layers of the coaching that I got that is being implemented. Super amazing. The fact that sessions that we had have created results and are continuing to create results amazing to work with Katie. She's so on point and focused and tuned into what it is that I need and what's going to work for me to increase my business, to share my message. There's so many other amazing nuggets and those I would say are the most profound ones that exist in my life now as a part of working with Katie and all the other amazing parts of my life being impacted by the coaching that I did with Katie. So I would recommend Katie to absolutely anyone. To find out more about my one-year private coaching program and how it can benefit you, go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash my big year and apply today. Oh, I am so excited to share this live coaching episode with you because Sylvia Hall is asking the question that every single business owner is asking. What marketing strategy should I focus on in order to reach the most amount of people? 
She and her husband are the owners of Lifted, a natural health company that focuses on creating products that help people feel better. Right now, they have two products, a mood-boosting probiotic and a bifidus mood-boosting probiotic. Until recently, they've sold them exclusively on Amazon, but now they're selling on their own website as well. During our conversation, Sylvia shares with me all the different ways they are currently marketing, which includes social media, podcasting, Instagram ads, and more. And then we dive right into my bottom line strategy. If you want to reach significantly more people, focus your marketing on brands, influencers, events, etc., who already have your audience. We talk about some of the best ways to do that, including paid and non-paid options. And we also butt up against mindset issues that come up in all of us. Who am I to do that? I know you're going to get so much out of this strategy session with Sylvia, and I hope that you are able to take lessons from it and use them in your business immediately. Sylvia, what's going on, girl? How are you? I'm wonderful. It's chilly here in Kansas City, but I'm staying warm and excited to talk business. It's my favorite thing. I love it. Let's do it. We both have animals. We should (laughs) note this. We both have animals in the backgrounds who we are hoping stay quiet during this episode. So if you guys hear little hummings of birds or dogs in the back, just be aware. We're going to make sure it's not interruptive, but you know. Allow the nature to (laughs) soothe your soul and relax into the present moment. We might have jungles jungles (laughs) going on the back, right? (laughs) Sylvia, you are here for a live coaching call and I want to use this time really wisely. So let's dig in. What is the one issue or challenge that I can help you really strategize through? Yeah. So I have a product-based business and our product is really amazing and really affordable. And I think that everyone should be taking it. And so the challenge I'm faced with is how do I choose the best platforms and methods to get in front of the most people? Because I feel like this should be in the hands of a lot of people. And I know that I'm the only person getting in the way of that. Ah, oh, I love that you know that already. (laughs) I always get the question of like, what do you think is women's number one challenge when it comes to reaching the goals that they have? And I was like, themselves, like, it's us. It's always. Sure, it's not laundry. Totally (laughs) sure. It might be, but I choose. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. No, no. And um, we can ask for help with that, right? Of course. <laughs> so, okay. Do a brief description on what your product is. What is Lifted? What encompasses the Lifted brand? Right. I did introduce it as a product-based business, but I always like to say we were actually creating a well-being movement. And you can be a Lifted junkie, a Lifted tribe member without taking any supplements. And that is what we sell. We have two different probiotics. I love probiotics. Probiotics are good bacteria that help to enhance your microbiome. But if you just love good bacteria and probiotics and you love to eat foods that are probiotic rich and you know the importance of gut health, then you are totally one of us in the Lifted Tribe. Some people, however, don't have time to get all uh, Betty Crocker and make their own kumbacha. And so we say, step right this way, we have a supplement for you. And so Lifted is a well-being movement, hoping to help people feel better naturally. Our main efforts are to help people to heal their anxiety naturally and to feel better. 
Got it. So I just want to make sure to encompass what are the actual products? You have two different probiotic products, right? This is true. Yes. So one is our intro product called Mood Boosting Probiotic. It has nine different bacterial strains and species, all of which targeted to help with mood. Now that doesn't mean they don't help with digestive issues and immune health, like enhancement, but it's basically these strains do that. And then some, these are the strains that have been shown to help with the way your body processes stress the way that your fight or flight system kind of kicks in. So this is all kind of working together. So the mood boosting probiotic has nine different bacterial strains as well as the prebiotic GOS. So I chose that prebiotic for a couple of reasons. One, because prebiotics help probiotics get where they need to go. And the other reason is because this prebiotic in particular has been shown to help with stress and the body's stress response and anxiety and that sort of thing. Got it. From there, I came up with a second product because I had a handful of people write me saying, there's a couple of strains in your product that cause a histamine reaction for me or cause some headaches for me. And I'm really sensitive. But if you ever come out with something with just the bifidus strains, let me know. A couple of people said it and I'm sensitive enough myself that I thought, you know, this is worth exploring. So I did some crazy fast research and found out there were some very potent strains that could help with mood and still leave some of those other ones out. And so the second formula is called Bifidus Mood Boost. And it has four different strains of bacteria as well as the prebiotic GOS. And I always say that's for uh, more sensitive individuals, people with autoimmune sensitivities, histamine sensitivities, and any known D-lactate sensitivities. So in our house, it's a 50-50 split. My husband and daughter take the mood boosting probiotic. They're just generally not as sensitive. And my son and I take the Bifidus Mood Boost because we are generally a little more sensitive. Got it. Love it. So these are your two products. Yes. And you sell exclusively on Amazon. That's correct, right? Well, actually we were exclusive on Amazon. Okay. Until we weren't. So we just recently launched selling. Yeah. Selling from our own website, which meant setting up a Shopify store. We do use Amazon as the fulfillment. And that was the whole reason I kind of... This business was all about scalability because I've played the put it together on my kitchen table kind of a thing. You're like, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. That was time. jewelry though, not yeah. beneficial bacteria. <laughs> just for the record, I always like to say I did not get all breaking bad up in my bathtub <laughs> to make these probiotics. We have an FDA registered facility that's good manufacturing practices certified. I like to be clear about that. So yep. no, but other businesses, I played that where I had to do every single thing and everything about this business is it scalable. So when we knew we wanted to sell directly from our website, just in case Amazon decided to pull the rug out from under us, we knew we needed a third-party fulfillment for shipping. And I was like, I'm not going to say yes to this until someone else is packaging this. I'm not yeah. a packager. So anyways, once we got that all set up, which was just within the last few weeks. So this has been really huge in the realm of conversions because when you have your own shop, you can track so many more things like, yeah. oh, three people put it in their cart but didn't buy it versus Amazon. We send traffic there and we don't know what happens. Right, right, so, right. Lots of fun businessy stuff, right? Okay. So we're not going to have some true numbers because of that fact, because of, you know, you're sending people to Amazon and you don't exactly know what happens, but you know, in a couple of weeks and really a couple of months, you'll really have some good numbers to be able to say, okay, what's happening when people come to our website and we're driving traffic there. And then you can tweet and twist from there, right? That gets really exciting. Yes. Okay. So your question is, how can we get this out to the masses really, right? Like what is the smart marketing move? Which leads me to the obvious, what are you currently doing? What do you do Mm -hmm. now to share the word about Lifted? So the first year or so, I was focusing on trying to... I would say last year and specifically 2018, I spent a ton of time on social media. 
And as I was reflecting around December, which we do as business owners and say what worked, what didn't, I was like, you know, I really need to work on SEO and getting traffic to our website organically and building my you know, home on purchased ground rather than rented ground. And so that was kind of, okay, I need to do this blogging. But it wasn't a couple of weeks into January. And I was like, man, I'm not getting any traffic. You know what's fun? I'll tell you what's fun. Talking to people with this microphone's fun. So I've been interviewed like three or so times in January on other people's podcasts. And I get this a rush of adrenaline. I get, I get super excited about sharing our message. I get vulnerable. It gets weird. I love it. So <laughs> basically, I'm seeing a little bit of a shift of like, okay, last year was just about our own social media. This year, looking forward, I'm thinking, okay, I need to put more emphasis on blogging. But I mean, right now, I'm really doing a lot of these things. Like I'm posting over on Instagram, posting on Facebook. We just launched our own podcast. We're about 15 or 16 episodes in on that. So basically, we're still a little rocky because... Hello, have you listened to anybody who has a couple hundred episodes and you go back to one, two, or three? <laughs> so embarrassing. Let me just <laughs> right. tell you. <laughs> right. And I'm in this very self-aware phase of like, oh, we're in the embarrassing phase. Like, here we are. <laughs> I have this theory that if you don't suck at the beginning, you haven't done a good job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And we are so willing to suck. It's not funny. Yes. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that answers your question as far as what we're doing. Yeah. So you're... I just want to be clear on this. So you're spending your time in marketing, going on podcast interviews right now, blogging. And I'm imagining that's very SEO driven. Like you're not just blogging to put content out there. Like you're just... You're very specifically blogging. And you are also... Well, still on social media, but what kind of stuff are you doing on social still, if at all? Trying to do more videos because I feel like it's a really great way to build the know, like, and trust and sharing the story of, yeah, I'm Sylvia. I sometimes joke that I'm Dr. Syl because it rhymes with Dr. Phil, but no, I'm not a doctor. What makes you qualified to create a probiotic? Oh, allow me to explain. Kind of doing some of that trust building and still posting a mixture of reviews and testimonials of our product, blog posts, sharing those sometimes sharing old blog posts and a lot of inspiration, motivation, encouragement to inspire others that they can feel better. You got to hold on to that like hope for healing. That's a big part of my message too. I love that. Okay. What is the goal? You told me like, I want to reach more people. What is the specific goal that you have, for example, maybe by the end of 2019? What is the goal that you want to have? Like I want to have either X amount of products sold or X amount of people have experienced the whole movement or whatever that is? Like, when will you know, like, yes, I've achieved this goal of getting in front of a lot of people? Mm -hmm. A million dollars in gross would be nice. That's what we're working towards. And another... So that's like... I know that if I'm grossing a million for Lifted, then I'm helping a lot of people. I love that. I love that translation, by the way. That's exactly what I do too. It's always translated to like, how many people am I helping? And how many dollars does that equal, right? And before I get onto a video or do it, record a podcast, if I get that little wave of like, oh, like it's uncomfortable, it's, I'm a little, like it makes me a little sweaty. Like, what do I, you know, it's easier to not do it. Yeah. I just pull up, I have some emails from people that are like, I'm so glad I found you and I'm getting goosies on my right leg. I almost always do, like right leg, lower back, just when I think about these people that are so 
happy. They found our product and they just go on and on and on about the change they've experienced Mm. and how they had no idea. Some people were educating. I'm kind of opening the door. I always say, I'm not going to pry the door open. You have to have the door open just a little and then I'll share more about gut health, mental health, the gut brain connection. But some Mm. of these people, I actually have pried the door open and they're like, I had no idea that probiotics could do this. And I had no idea of the digestive relationship between anxiety and food. So all that to say, the million in gross is what we're shooting for knowing that if I sold that many, how many people I would help. Additionally, currently, this business is run by myself and my husband. And this is the first business I've ever had a partner on. Everything else has always been just me, like head down, go, go, go. He's a phenomenal employee. So his dedication to his job has been really helpful for our family. But we're at the point now where I've started to show him some of these entrepreneurial things like, Hey, Hey, look what entrepreneurs get to do. Right. And he's, he's kind of <laughs> caught the caught the mud a little bit, so to speak, <laughs> all in the realm of good bacteria. He caught the good bug of the entrepreneurship. And so knowing that a million gross would help me to bring him home so that he can help me. So he's the analytics guy. He's the guy who does our, a lot of the ad work, a lot of the pay-per-click on Amazon all of that stuff. And so, whereas I'm like the big picture thinker, the product developer, the maker, the content creator, the visionary. So anyways, the big picture within this year, I would love the 1 million growth, knowing that that would mean a lot of really cool things as far as how many people we've helped and what I get to do within my family and what I've kind of created. Love it. Okay. Gotcha. By the way, I need to get your product for my sisters. <laughs> I love, like, I just, this is one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on the show is because I love businesses that are led by women who are so passionate about their product or service. And it's also an amazing product or service. So, luckily for me, that is literally every single woman I know. <laughs> so, okay. So, here we go. Here's what I'm hearing from you what you're doing now for marketing is a lot of what I call spaghetti on the wall marketing. And this is not a bad thing. I really want to make sure that there's no negativity attached to this. But you're doing a lot of different things and a lot of organic things, which is absolutely great because when you don't have money to spend on advertising, putting your time and energy into doing things that are organic is an amazing way to do it. We all do it, right? Yeah. But when you're asking me, what is the thing that I can focus on? What's the kind of marketing that I can focus on that's going to give me the biggest bang for my buck, get me in front of the most amount of people over and over and over again? There are a couple of things coming to my mind. Number one, we have to take this spaghetti on the wall approach and we have to get really clear about what is getting the best results that you are currently doing and other ideas outside of that that you're not doing that are going to give you big bang for your buck results. Okay, And narrow your focus down to those things. My question is, out of all of these marketing things that you've been doing, and I know there's a part of you that's like, well, I don't know exactly because we've been driving them to Amazon. <laughs> what do you know that is giving you the best results? First of all, I have to kind of clarify a little bit. So we are actually spending... Because my husband is still at his job, we aren't relying on the lifted income as much. And so we're able to reinvest, reinvest. Basically, Beautiful. ye who can wait the longest to make money wins. <laughs> we're trying to win here, right? Like yeah. We're not pocketing a ton of this. We're literally just reinvesting, trying new ways to do ads. Just recently started a Instagram story campaign with driving conversions to the Shopify store. Beautiful. 
like you said, this is going to be a whole new game as far as being able to truly track. And I know that's something that my husband has his eye on really solidly. And then I also have this theory that the best business practice, the most sustainable one is the one you're having the most fun doing. Mm. And I recorded three podcasts this month. They haven't come out yet. See, so I truly do feel like this is what gives me energy, talking to people, connecting with people, sharing my story, helping people with this message. So if I had to say intuitively what I think is going to be that is this type of thing, talking to people through podcasts and maybe video and that sort of thing. So it's so hard. Like I feel like I'm making kind of excuses. Well, the website, I spend time blogging and I don't know, people don't really ever... I don't know if they're buying from it. Yeah, but I'm building the no like and trust. So yeah. part of me is like... And then it's like, well, Facebook kind of drains my energy a little bit. Maybe I should come off Facebook. And then it's like, as soon as people be like, that's the only way I would have found you. And so I'm like, ah, like, what do I do with it? Yeah. my time? And so that was a terrible answer. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it. <laughs> it wasn't a terrible answer. There was a lot in there, a lot of good stuff. And I really want to point the attention back to... I love what you're saying about like the thing that works the best is the thing that I love doing, which I believe in. And... If you love doing something and it's not still producing the results that you want, like there's a little bit of let's look outside the box, right? So it's a nice little balance of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So off the top of my head, here are a couple of ideas that I have that you and your husband would want to talk about on like how to really move forward and make a serious shift in the amount of people that are coming, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So number one, and you're already doing this by getting on podcasts and being interviewed. But I want you to expand your mind as to what else is possible just with this kind of approach, which is find influencers, find brands or people who have your audience and make relationships with them, connect with them in some way, be guests on their podcasts if they have podcasts, see if you can submit an article to them, write an article for them, see if you can collaborate on something, see if you can pay for advertising on their website. You should really study and know your top 10 sites or people or influencers or brands where your people are. Mm -hmm. And when you know that, that's a really amazing way to leverage the audience that they already have, Mm -hmm. doing it in a way that feels really fulfilling. So I just want you to imagine who is... I mean, just off the top of your head, who came to mind when I said that? A person or a brand? So what immediately came to mind was this term micro-influencers, which is that and I don't know if it's me kind of feeling a little blocked, like, okay, but they're going to want $50,000 to be on there, you know, to make this product appearance. So if I go to a micro influencer, maybe, you know, they would have something that would... I'm calling you on that. That's totally mindset. You don't know how much these things cost. You don't know if they're going to cost anything. So off the top of your head, a brand or a person who has a lot of people paying attention to that brand or person. Mm-hmm. A lot of your people, a lot of people who live this lifestyle of knowing about probiotics and prebiotics and searching for them. It's okay if you don't know this off the top of your head, but that's absolutely something that you really want to know. Right, right. I mean, I think of other health and fitness industry, yoga type people that are promoting their service, maybe that are not also selling some sort of product. Exactly. You got it. So this is like the beautiful combination of... We both service the same person, but we don't do it in the exact same way. What I would do is I would make a list of 20 to 30. 20 to 30 people, influencers or brands who already have your audience. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because what you're trying to do now, when I talk about like the organic marketing that you're doing, what you're doing, what what I mean 
when I say that is that you are doing the work to build your own audience, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. But you can get a lot of leverage out of partnering and doing work with somebody else's audience. That might mean doing some sort of a joint venture or, hey, you have an email list of 50,000 people of my exact target market. I would love to sponsor an email to go out or what would it cost? One of my clients just had a big name brand come to her and say... And she has a really great following. But I'll give you this example. She has a thousand people on Instagram, which is not a lot. But there are a thousand really like committed people Mm -hmm. to her, right? They know her, they love her, they trust her. She had a big name brand just come to her and say, how much would it cost for us to sponsor a couple different posts for you? Like, how can we collaborate there? So like, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm not going to call BS on the fact that micro-influencers are going to be a great resource. But don't let that keep you from thinking that you shouldn't brainstorm on all those other brands and people, right? Because you just never know. The first thing that's popping to my mind is, oh, she glows. Angela, I always forget her last name. Anyway, I love her. She was the first blog that I ever discovered when I became vegan. And she's got this great vegan blog, right? And But it's like holistic health. And she has ad space on her blog. It is a very popular blog that gets... I don't even know how many millions of views and hits every single month. She is big. And she absolutely has ad space on her website. I'm sure that there's a process that people go through to become an ad on her website, right? Or to be included in one of her emails. It's that kind of stuff. Like really thinking about like who already has the people I'm talking to and who believes in what I believe in. Because mm-hmm. that's where... Don't worry about this idea of, oh my gosh, it's going to cost $50,000. It's not that. Like They have a mission just like you have a mission. And if you really connect and give yourself the opportunity and know that you're worthy of connecting to that person or brand, mm-hmm. then you never know what could be collaborated upon. Mm-hmm. You know? It's so true. And I think... So I had I didn't even share this, but I actually have a background. Before I started Lifted, I was doing one-on-one coaching and it was confidence coaching. I have this kind of natural confidence as far as body image and that sort of thing. And I started my kind of business based on that. But I do think there's still so much work to be done as far as how big I'm playing and how big I'm willing to get. Because... I come from pretty humble beginnings and we just recently hired a marketing company to help us. And like my heart just like fell out of my chest thinking about how much we were paying. But in connection to what we're like doing in the world, it's like, we can totally afford this. This is a totally great way to move forward. So this is a mindset thing for sure as far as influencers. The mindset thing is a whole different episode for you and I to really dig into. Maybe even a series. And believe me, we all have it. Right. And it's this idea that we're not worthy or not big enough yet to be able to go to those people, right? Or it's not a lack of confidence for the product you have. I know you have a lot of confidence in your product, but it's about like, well, who am I to do this, right? So number one, you have to be aware of that. And number two you have to take those thoughts that come in and set them aside and then just do the actions and see what happens. You just never know. So I just thought of something. I call it the back pocket trick of the mind. So basically, I think the influencer strategy is in my back pocket. And it's like, well, I haven't done that yet. So you know, like I still have that. And here's the scary thing. When we take it out of our back pocket, we start to worry that now I don't have that in my back pocket anymore. But what I truly believe is that the universe replaces whatever was in your back pocket as long as you continue to take action on what's been presented. Yes. And just like get it the hell out of your back pocket. Like, what are you saving it for? That's the thing. Like, what are you saving it for? Like, let's do it now. This is why I'm all about at the end of the day, it's about what are you focusing on? What are you giving your energy towards? Okay. So I just want you to imagine you spend an hour. I'm probably like minimizing this, but like, let's say you spend an hour a week doing a video, showing up to do a video, preparing for that video, sharing that video, all that sort of stuff. How could you spend that time in an hour? 
if you were emailing other brands and influencers and getting some response, like there's a lot that you could do within that time space. And there are a lot more people on the end of that potential Mm -hmm. than there is at the end of a video that you post, at least right now, right? So that's what I think of when I think of priorities. Where am I putting my priorities? Where am I putting my focus when it comes to marketing? So if your number one goal is to get in front of as many people as possible, as efficiently as possible, which is... I know that's the caveat, right? Right. One of the things that I would say is... You can call it influencer marketing. I just call it like smart strategic marketing, like referral-based marketing, partnership marketing, (laughs) sponsorship marketing. Like Who has the audiences that you want to get in front of? Whether it's a podcaster, whether it's somebody who's written a book, whether it's somebody who has a, a magazine. This actually gets me into the second idea. It's related, but a little different. Publications. If you're writing a lot, Who can you submit that article to? What publications already exist out there, whether they're physical publications or online publications that aggregate content? And can Mm -hmm. you be a content provider? Can you Mm -hmm. even a step further be the person because they love your content so much, be the person who writes that article every single week or answers questions about this every single week, right? Yeah. So that would be my recommendation number two is create a list of maybe 5 to 10 publications that are out there that again, attract your exact buyer, your exact customer. If you're a content creator, how can you contribute to that? Maybe FYI, little cool podcasting hack and marketing specialty. Maybe if you find an online publication or an online website that attracts your customer and you have a podcast and they are not providing that type of education, maybe you can work a partnership deal where your podcast gets put on their front page and they're people who come to visit can listen to it. And it's an added resource for them. And it gives you a bunch of people coming your way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the other thing is... You talked about SEO. Now, I'm not super clear on all the things that you're doing for SEO. But I would imagine putting a little bit more energy and clarity and focus into that would be really smart. Because most of the people are going onto Google and saying... What do I need for this? What do I need to take for as an antidepressant? What do I need to take for this? My, you know, my tummy is hurting all the time. Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, that's the search engine, and so I would really focus some time and energy on some SEO, maybe even paid Google Ads. I don't know if you're doing that already. Our marketing company kind of brought that up, and we were really wishy washy because, from what we've heard, Facebook ads are still more affordable than Google ads. But we're actually talking about having their help to do Google ads, but only warm leads. So, basically, the people that have already been to our website or to the landing page. So, here's what I would do I'm a big believer that every, because everyone says that webinars are dead. Everyone says that email marketing doesn't matter anymore, right? Like, there's this, like, we keep hearing this and this and this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Do your own experiment. Do your own experiment, Facebook ad versus Google ads, and see what works well for you. Can I go back to the influencer? So I, you said you're all about helping with kind of more an exact strategy. I would love just to brainstorm a little bit on, am I just reaching out saying, Hey, my name is Sylvia. I'm the creator of this movement and I have these products. How do you collaborate with products? Maybe I just wrote my own email. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> so number one, it has everything to do with who you are reaching out to. So I'm going blank on like a big brand, but if it's like a big giant brand that's a, a global brand, Whole Foods, Whole Foods, right? Like, <laughs> oh, that's a whole different strategy. How do you <laughs> right. get it places, right? By the yeah. way, there's an old podcast episode that I'll link here in the show notes for a woman who talked about how to, how she got into Target, and so she helps people like get into the, the big box stores, right? Anyway, 
The answer is, is that you literally have to craft and think, this is what I always do. I'm always thinking about who is the person reading that email Mm -hmm. and what's their why? Why do they care about what I have to say? And then what is the best way that I'm going to allow them to listen to me and hear me? Yeah. And I I think that there's a little more mindset stuff there as far as like, well, I don't want to inconvenience them. Whereas instead it's like it selling is serving, right? I know so, that how many people need this product, right? Right, right, like right. How right, many right. people need this product so that they can have this health? Like how great is that? Like you have got to be and you better be the biggest advocate and the loudest advocate for your product. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I would just go through and really like detail it. I wouldn't have a template that you send to everyone. I would have a general template that you kind of come up with once and then you change it and customize Mm -hmm. it for every single person. You know, if it's the language is going to be different, but let's just say it's something like what my client has where she had somebody come to her. You could just say, Hey, I've been following you and I love what you do. And I am also very passionate about giving people solutions to their health and giving them education about this. We have these two products. I would love to see if we can collaborate together so that I can share what I have with your community. Or by the way, it might just be like, I don't know if you have this a part of your marketing budget, but to send out some free samples. Like, hey, I would love to send you a free sample. And if you like it, I would love to talk about how we can get this product out to your community. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah. For influencers and for people like that, I definitely just offer to send them a bottle. And I mean, it's not sample sizes, but it's definitely worth the investment to get that out into people's hands who are willing to talk about it. So beautiful. um, I love that. I kind of wrote it as I went, but to all the other lovely listeners, we can just go back and pause and write and pause and write Mm because, you know, like I said, I agree. We don't want a a template, but sometimes we get blocked about even just, uh, I don't know what to say. So having someone be like, oh, I'd love to see if we could collaborate, seeing that we're both really passionate about this. So wonderful stuff. Thanks. Um, And then the last thing, there's so much more here, but the last thing that I'll say just to distill all this down is to think about if you get lit up by being on podcasts, by telling your story, I would start to ask yourself where you could speak and have speaking as a part of your marketing strategy. Um, Meaning what local groups that are like health related, are there big conventions and conferences that you can go to that you can submit to be a speaker or sponsor? Can you buy a booth at that conference that has 5,000 people going through it? That is a good investment for you if you know that you're going to get 1,000 people coming to your booth. Again, my whole strategy here is how can you show up once and a hell of a lot of people are listening versus just one person listening? Totally agree. I feel like right. that's... I've done some speaking when I was growing my coaching business and I still get, kind of sometimes get people that reach out. Hey, can you talk about this mindset thing, this mindset thing? And it's usually, well, if I can kind of incorporate some of this gut health stuff, then yes. But otherwise, I've got to really stay focused. But I do love the idea of... And kind of as you're saying that, I had this kind of idea of being Kansas City's probiotic lady. Like if I were to saturate... Kansas City has like some 2 million people... I mean, that's not really fully saturated, believe it or not. So, (laughs) And people don't give voice to how powerful a local market is, by the way. Like you do no disservice to a global product that can go to anyone's hands around the globe if you totally saturate the hell out of your market and you are really leaning heavily on your local market. Like there's nothing wrong with that. That's beneficial for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of gold in your own backyard. You know, mm-hmm. all right. There's so much more we could talk about this here. However, I feel like we've at least given you some clarity, and more importantly, sort of like the mind of like 
how do I need to think about marketing? If I really want to hit a million dollars in revenue, that equates to how many people we're really helping out there. So it's all about how can I make the biggest bang for my buck? How can I make the biggest bang for my time and energy? And so I think some of the ways that we went through are one of the bigger ways to talk about. Yes, no, I agree. And the influencer marketing was it was already on my radar. It was already kind of this intuitive nudge, but hearing you talk about it the way you did, it's kind of like it's a no-brainer as to and I need to set some more concrete goals as far as okay, how many people am I am I sending an email to weekly? And I think that, you know, just to start, I'm going to put myself out there. I told you I was a coach, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of comes naturally to me like hard fast like, like 10 people. 10 emails or direct messages every week. I might up that like whatever. Think about in a month, that's 40. Beautiful. Yeah. So I really think that's the way to go to do, like you said, that overlap instead of working so hard on my own audience. There's other people who have hungry audiences who are ready yes. for this stuff. So yes. I love it. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being willing to share what's going on in your business here. I know this helps so many people because at the end of the day... Every single business owner has this question. Where do I put my energy in my marketing to give me the best results? And that's exactly the question that we're answering here. It felt so cliche. Like I was like, Oh, I can surely I can think of something better. But really, this is this is it every day. I have this much time. Where should I put it? (laughs) That never gets old. And it's constantly being reevaluated. Right? So right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I never take it for granted that you, a very busy and high performing woman entrepreneur, listens to the Biz Women Rock podcast. If you got any value out of today's show, if there were any aha moments that you had, I would so appreciate you turning around and sharing it with another woman entrepreneur who needs that aha as well. From me and the entire Biz Women Rock team, we'll see you on the next episode. Mm